0: Nine. T minus eight seconds. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition and liftoff. Hello, space cadets, and welcome back to the Space News Podcast. My name is Will, and I'm beaming this down directly to you from the mothership. Now, I want to take a couple moments to thank everybody who supported this podcast by either giving it a rating, which is super important, subscribing to the podcast, which is also super important, just listening, that's also super important, and telling your friends about it on Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff, very, very important. If you go to spacenewspodcast.com, you can get more information on how to follow us on all of our socials. And let me tell you something. There's some crazy stuff going on with Saturn's rings. NASA has reported in a new research paper that Saturn's rings are being lost in a worst case scenario. Now, don't get too worried, though, because it's going to take about 300 million years for this to happen. And um, NASA's expert Uh, James O'Donohue at Goddard Space Flight Center in Greenbelt, Maryland, said we estimate that this ring rain drains amount of water products that could fill an Olympic sized swimming pool from Saturn's ring in half an hour, half an hour that it drains that much water. It's an Olympic sized swimming pool. That's a huge amount of water products. And he also goes along to say from this alone, the entire ring system will be gone in 300 million years. But add to this, the Cassini spacecraft measured ring material detected falling into Saturn's equator and the rings have less than 100 million years to live. And that's relatively short compared to Saturn's age of over four billion years. So I was a little bit off there when I said uh, 300 million years. So they they noshed it down to 100 million years. Now, he goes on to say we're lucky to be around to see Saturn's ring system, which appears to be in the middle of its lifetime. However, if rings are temporary, perhaps we just missed out on seeing giant ring systems on Jupiter, Uranus and Neptune, which have only thin thin ringlets left. So could you imagine, you know, seeing something like Saturn, but on Uranus? You know, you see it through a telescope. You don't like a backyard telescope. You don't really see any of the rings of Uranus, right? Neptune, Jupiter. You don't see those rings. You see the rings of Saturn and it's a beautiful sight. Now, could you imagine in the past if we were living along, you know, millions and millions of years ago, hundreds of millions of years ago, if those planets had giant ring systems and you looked up into the sky with your telescope and you saw these beautiful, beautiful planets, that would be absolutely astounding. But for now, we have Saturn, which is the crown jewel of our solar system. And we're lucky to have that. But in 100 million years, that's all going to be gone. So there's many theories that have been proposed for the ring's origins, right? So if the planet got up later in life, uh, they could have been formed when small icy moons in orbit around Saturn collided. And because their orbits were uh, perturbed by a gravitational tug from a passing asteroid or a comet, so those things, those little icy moons, could have smashed into each other, and just this is the debris, basically. This is the debris of those moons around Saturn. And Voyager, remember Voyager, Voyager's observations—you um, know—it was an unrelated phenomena when it saw these things and uh, peculiar variations in Saturn's electrically charged upper atmosphere, the ionosphere. Um, the density variations in Saturn's rings and a trio of narrow dark bands encircling the planet in northern mid-latitudes. And these dark bands appeared in images of Saturn's hazy upper atmosphere, which is the stratosphere. And that's by NASA's Voyager 2 mission in 1981. And these observations, that's where they came up with ring rain. They they saw these things. and They didn't know what they were. So they had to do some more studies on them. And in 1986, Jack Connerney of Goddard published a paper that linked those narrow dark bands to the shape of Saturn's enormous magnetic field, proposing that electrically charged ice particles from Saturn's rings were flowing down invisible magnetic field lines, dumping water into Saturn's upper atmosphere, where those lines emerged from the planet. And the influx of water from the rings, appearing at specific latitudes, washed away the stratospheric haze, making it appear dark and reflected light, producing the narrow dark bands captured in the Voyager images. Saturn's rings are mostly chunks of water ice, ranging in size from microscopic dust grains to boulders several yards across. And ring particles are caught in a balancing act between the pull of Saturn's gravity, which wants to draw them back into the planet, and their orbital velocity, which wants to fling them, Outward into space, tiny particles can get electrically charged by ultraviolet light from the sun or by plasma clouds emanating from micro meteoroid bombardment of the rings. And when this happens, the particles can feel the pull of the magnetic field and it curves inward toward the planet of Saturn's rings. And in some rings, once charged, the balance of forces on these tiny particles changes dramatically, and Saturn's gravity pulls them in along the magnetic field lines into the upper atmosphere. So up there, the icy ring particles vaporize, and the water reacts chemically with Saturn's ionosphere. And one of those outcomes from this is the reaction is an increase in the lifespan of electrically charged particles called H3 plus ions, which are made up of three protons and two electrons. When energized by sunlight, the H3 plus ions glow in infrared light, which was observed by O'Donoghue's team using special instruments attached to the Keck telescope in Hawaii. So the team at Goddard, they want to do some more experiments and they want to see how the ring rain changes with the seasons of Saturn. And as the planet progresses in its 29.4 year orbit, the rings are exposed to the sun to varying degrees. And since ultraviolet light from the sun changes the ice grains and makes them respond to Saturn's magnetic field, varying exposure to sunlight should change the quality and the quantity of the ring rain. So in about 100 million years, there will be no rings left around Saturn. All the icy particles that are flowing around Saturn right now in orbit around Saturn that could have been icy moons that collided millions and millions of years ago, they could all be gone. And when humans peer up into the sky from their telescopes, there will be no rings. We'll just see Saturn. Still a beautiful planet. Still an amazing view to be had by all. Thank you, Space Cadets, for listening today. I appreciate all of your support. Now, if you really like this podcast episode, please make sure to subscribe to the pod. Go to SpaceNewsPodcast.com for all of our socials and... I will see you soon. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Okay, so why do people love my total body bar workouts? Because they work. My clients get an amazing workout and great results. I'm Andrea Rogers, professional dancer and trainer, and my Extend Bar classes are fun, only 30 minutes, and proven to help you get sculpted, lean, and strong. And right now, you can stream my Extend Bar classes for free on the Beachbody On Demand app. See how effective these workouts truly are. Start for free today at Beachbody.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that...